Shalom to all. Today's office is Yomis Afternoon. Hey, we are starting Nundal Omer Bay's five lines up from the bottom, the second word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish, Shamash, Avanulio, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Freyde, Chaya, Bela, Basar, Yitzhak, Tzvi, Hernish, Shamash, Avanulio. Now we've been discussing a riot of siblings in particular. If there's a difference between a maternal and a paternal sibling, maternal means they share the same mother, and paternal means they share the same father. So we're going to be discussing a situation in which there are five women. Imagine these women are lined up in a row, and each one is related to the next one as a half sister. How is this? So pay attention. A woman is married to a man. They had a daughter. Now this man went and married a different woman. They also had a daughter. This different woman now married a different man. They had a daughter as well. This different man went and married a third woman. They had a daughter. And finally, this third woman went and married a third man and they had a daughter. So we have a total of three men and three women collectively having five daughters. So when these five daughters are lined up in a row, each are the half-sibling of the woman next to her. Daughter one is a paternal sister of daughter two, daughter two is the maternal sister of daughter three, daughter three is the paternal sister of four, and four is the maternal sister of five. So our fellow over here is married to woman number one. But then we have a Mishnah. Amrullah, they told him, Mesa Ishtacha, your wife died. So what did he do? He went and married her paternal sister, which is half-sister number two. And then they told him, Mesa, that she also died. So what did he do? He went and married her maternal sister, half-sister number three. Then they told him, Mesa, that she also died. What did he do? He went went and married her paternal sister. This is half-sister number four. Then they came and told him, Mesa, that she also died. What did he do? He went and married her maternal sister, half-sister number five. And then the bombshells dropped, and it turns out that none of his wives had died, and all of them are alive. Which ones is he mother to stay married to? He's allowed to stay married to number one, three, and five, because since it turns out that number one was alive, that means the Kiddushan with number two wasn't valid, which means that the Kiddushan with number three was valid, which would make the Kiddushan with number four not valid, which means means the Kedushan with number 5 is valid. Furthermore, Pater Sarah is saying they potter their tsaras, namely if this fellow dies without children and one of his brothers does either Yibam or Chalitza to one of his wives, meaning either to 1, 3, or 5, so the other ones are potter because they really are his wives, Vaser B'Shniya B'Rivias, he's not allowed to stay married to sisters 2 and 4, and Ve'enbias Achas Behen Pater Sarasa, the Bia of one of them is not going to potter her tsara, meaning Bia with either 2 or 4 is not going to potter the other one because he's not married to them. However, Ve'enbala Shniya L'Achar Mises Arishayna, if he used Bail number 2 after the first one died, if it turns out that the first one really did die and then he was bio number two, so then everything gets switched around. Mother Bishni Bravias, he's allowed to stay married to number two and number four, and they pat to their tsaras, and he's ushered to stay married to three and five. What do we see from here? His wife's sister, whether it's a paternal or maternal sister, are ushered to him. Minon, how do we know that? We learn it from a from his own sister. Just like he's ushered to his sister, whether she's a maternal or paternal sister, Afkan so to his wife's sister also is usher whether it's maternal or paternal. Why don't we learn it from his aunt? The aunt over here that we're referring to is his father's brother's wife. Just like the dasa is only usher when it's his father's paternal brother and not maternal brother. So to his wife's sister should be usher only if it's his wife's paternal sister and not maternal sister. The Gemara says no. It's more logical to say that we learn it from the Isra of Achaisai. Because that's his relative from his relative. The Gemara says maybe Maybe not. Adraba, perhaps the opposite should be true.
wife's sisters ushered him through Kiddushin, and Daidasa is also ushered him through Kiddushin. So we are suggest, okay, Elamei Eshazach Yafina will learn from Eshazach. To Shekain Davar Aladei Kiddushin, U Kreve Atzmai, Eshazach fulfills both criteria, Aladei Kiddushin and Kreve Atzmai, and we know that Eshazach, both Mina Av and Mina Em are ushered him. The Gemara continues asking, fine, so of Eshazach Kufam and Alei, how do we know that Eshazach, Mina Av and Mina Em are ushered him? Titan, you have a brysa. The Pasuk says, Eras Eshazachich Loisagale, Bein Mina Av, Bein Mina Em. That teaches us that the wife of the brother, both from the father and from the mother, are ushered. The Pasuk continues, Ata Imer Bein Mina Av, Bein Mina Em, you're saying that it's both from a father and mother. Maybe it's only paternal and not maternal. We say Vidin, who is logical to say that both paternal and maternal brothers' wives are usher. Why is that? Because Chiyav Khan, over here there's a Chiyav by Eshesach, the Chiyav by Chaysa, and there's also a Chiyav by his sister. Just like the Isra of sister is both maternal and paternal, so to over here by brother's wife, it's both a paternal brother and a maternal brother. I suggest the Brysa, why don't we go in this direction? There's a Chiyav over here by brother's wife, and there's also Chiv by Daidasai. Just like the Isra of Daidasai is only the wife of the father's paternal brother and not maternal brother, so to over here, perhaps his brother's wife should be Usr, only if it's his paternal brother and not his maternal brother. So Gemara suggests, let's see what it's more comparable to. Let's learn his relatives from his own relatives, namely, but don't bring a wife from Daidasai, that's the relatives of his father. Perhaps we should go in this direction. Let's learn an Isra that comes about through Kiddushin from another Isra that comes about through Kiddushin, namely Eshes Ach and Daidasai, but don't bring a riot from a Chaisai, She Isra Bama Elov, that's something that comes on its own. So since we have no way of logically working this out, we have a Pasuk, Tamud Laimer, Erva Sachichahi, Bein Minoav, Bein Minoim. We continue asking, Why don't we say that both of these parts of the Pasuk that are regarding the brother's wife, namely the Pasuk that says, Erva Eshes Achicha and Erva Sachichahi, these are two different parts of the Pasuk, both telling us that his brother's wife is. Him. Why don't we say that it's only a paternal brother's wife? And the reason why we have to have two psukim is because one is telling us that if she has children, she's usher in the life of her husband. If her husband divorces her, she's not allowed to marry her brother-in-law. The other one is saying that there's an isser even if she doesn't have children, but if her husband's still alive, she's not allowed to marry her brother-in-law. The Gemara says, what do you mean? We already know that if she doesn't have children, but her husband's still alive, she's not allowed to marry her brother-in-law. We learned that from Rav Huna, that was in yesterday's Gemara. The Gemara suggests still, why don't we say that both these psukim are talking about his paternal brother's wife and one is telling us that there's an isra that if she has children and her husband's still alive she's not going to marry her brother-in-law and one's talking about an isra that if she has children even after her husband died she's not going to marry her brother-in-law the Gemara says if she has children and her husband died we don't need a pasuk to say that he's not going to marry her since the says if she doesn't have children then she's mother that's yibam if she has children obviously she's usher says not so fast, it could be we still need a Pasuk for that because maybe when she doesn't have children she's usher to everyone and she's permitted to the Yavam. If she has children she's mother to marry whomever she wants or she's also mother to marry the Yavam. And maybe that's what we need the Pasuk for. Alternatively we could say if she doesn't have children then it's a mitzvah to do Yibam. If she does have children he's allowed to do Yibam. He doesn't have to but he's allowed to. Maybe that's what we need the Pasuk for. Alternatively we could say we still need these pasuk to talk about a paternal brother and it's only teaching us ain labanim in yesh labanim lai if she doesn't have children so then he's allowed to marry her if she does have children he's not allowed to marry her however that means it's just a love that comes about through an ase and then only puts it at the status of an ase meaning this would not be an error that they would be chayav karis for cause of a karachrina that's why we have another pasuk that says so we finally have a limit equating the isurim of his brother's 
wife, no matter if it's a paternal brother or a maternal brother. The Gemara says if that's really so, then a maternal brother's wife is the same thing as a paternal brother's wife. In regards to the following, the same way that he's allowed to marry the wife of his paternal brother after his paternal brother passed away without children, that's Yibam, so too he's allowed to be Miyabim, his maternal brother's wife, if his maternal brother passed away without children. Now, up until now in the Masechta, we know that a maternal brother's wife is not valid for Yibum. On that, the Gemara says, Amar Kra, the Pasuk tells us, he, namely the Pasuk says, Ervasachicha, he, Behavyasa Tehe, she shall be in her Isser as his maternal brother's wife, that he's never allowed to marry her, even for Yibum purposes. Another topic, the Gemara says, Why is it that we have to have a special Pasuk by his sister that says that he behaved cars being with her? We already know that from before we grouped all the Arias together, saying that all Arias get cars. Why is it that we have to single it out by his sister? The Gemara answers, he says, If a person was boiled all the Arias, achas means with one lapse of awareness, he didn't realize all of them were us with him, and he did it in one shot, he would be chayv a separate carbon for each one of them. And that's one from the fact that a is singled out, it says the word karis by her. As the Gemara of Rabbi Yitzhak, according to him, to Amr, he says, All relationships of karis are all included in one klal. Why is it that karis was specified by a sister? To judge a case of a sister only with karis and not with malchus. So, Lechalak Minolon, has Rabbi Yitzchak known that if a person is boil many arayas behalam achas, that he's going to be chayav separate karbonas? Nafgaleh, he learns it from the following. May the El Isha Benidas Tumasa, this Pasuk tells us that a man should not get close to a woman in her state of nida. Really, it doesn't have to have the word Isha over here. It could have just said, Ve'el nida betumasa, he shouldn't come close to her. Why have this extra word of Isha? Lechayav, I'll call Isha v'Isha, to tell us that he would be chayav a separate carbon for each woman. The Gemara continues with the same line of questioning. Why is it the Pasuk has to use this wording of Aririm Yiyu, which literally means they're going to be childless, which is specifically talking about Kares? Why does it have to say it by the Dasai? Again, she's included in all that Rias. The Gemara says, the Rabbah, the Rabbah Rami, he asks Tiram Sukim. Because if it says Aririm Yiyu, they shall become Aririm, they shall become childless, which implies if they have children, the children are going to die, and that's the form of Kares that's going to be applied to them. Uksiv in another Pasuk says, Aririm Yamusu, they're going to die childless, implying that they're not going to have any children in the first place. Hakate said, How do you understand the seeming Stira? Yeshle Banu, if he has children, Kavron, he's going to bury them. Ainle Banu, if he doesn't have children, Halachariri, that means he's going to die childless, he's not going to have any children afterwards. And we have to have both of these Psukim. If we only had that Pasuk, Havamina, I would say, Archatoi, that if he had children up until his sins, then those children are going to die. But if he has children after his sin, nothing's going to happen to them. That's what it says, they are going to die childless, which means even if they have children after their sin, those children are going to die as well. And because Rahman Harim Yamusu, if we only had that Pasuk, only children they have from the sin and on are going to die. But any children they had before their sin are not going to be harmed. Sricha, that's how we need to have both psukim. And now back to the discussion we started in yesterday's Gemara regarding Ha'ara, which is the beginning of Bia. And we said in the Mishnah, the beginning of Bia is kind of by Yavama. And we discussed in yesterday's Gemara that Ha'ara, the beginning of Bia, is Usr when we're dealing with all sorts of Chayve Krisis. So now the Gemara asks Ha'ara the Chayve Lavin Minolan. I don't know if a person only did Ha'ara by Chayve Lavin that he would be Chayve for that. The Gemara says, From the fact that the Pasuk specifically uses the word by that implies that all other chayve lavin, there's already an iser, already a chiv by ha'ara. Now, what exactly is a shifcha harufa? So, shifcha harufa is a non-Jewish maidservant married to a Jewish slave. She is not considered like a standard ashes ish, and there's only an iser lav for someone other than her husband to be with her. Regarding this shifcha harufa, the pasuk uses the wording shichvas zera, which means bia gemura, teaching that someone who else is with this shifcha harufa is only chayve carbon if it's bia gemura. Now, that implies that all other lavim, such as mamzeres, for example, the iser is already with ha'ara. The gemara tries to ask a question. 
question, Adarabba, what do you mean the opposite should be true? From the fact that the Pasuk says, by Chai Vekrisos, that Ha'ara is a Chiyov, Mechlal de Chai Velavin, Begmar Bia. That implies that when we're dealing with Chai Velavin, only Gemar Bia is going to create a Chiyov and not Ha'ara. So Rabashi, Rabashi responds to that, Imkain, if that's really so, Lishta Krom Shiv Charufa, the Pasuk shouldn't say anything by Shiv Charufa, it shouldn't have said the word Sheikh Vazara. From the fact that it says the word Sheikh Vazara by Shiv Charufa, that means that only Shiv Charufa, the Isser, the Chiyov, is going to kick in by Sheikh Vazara, but by other Lavin, there's going to be a Chiyov already by Ha'ara. The Gemara contains Ha'ara the Chai Lavin the Kahuna Minalon. How do we know if a Kain does Ha'ara to one of his Chai Lavin? For example, a Grusha. How do we know he's Chai for that? The Gemara answers Asher Kicha Kicha. We have a Joshua Kicha Kicha. One Pasuk says Isha Sher Yikach Has The Pasuk by Kain says Lo Yikachu. Then he's not a Mayor Grusha or Chalutza. So we have Exer Shava. The Gemara continues the Chai Vasei Minalon. How do we know Ha'ara is a Chiyav by Chai Vasei? What are Chai Vasei? For example, a Ger Mitzri or a Daimi. We know that the first and second generations of a Mitzri or an Daimi that became a Ger are not allowed to marry into Klal Yisrael. Only the third generation is allowed to marry in. Now, the Pasuk by this is worded like in Asay. The Dar Shlishi Hashem, the third generation is allowed to marry into Kahal Hashem, implying that the first and second generations are not allowed to marry in. That makes it a Chiyav Asay. So, how do we know that by Chayav Asay, Ha'ar is also Asr? We have Xer Shava Bia Bia. One Pasuk says, Dar Shlishi Hashem, and a Pasuk says, La Yavim Mamzer Bakal Hashem. So, we have Xer Shava. The Gemara continues asking Yavam Lashuk Manolan, what about Yavama marrying someone random in the marketplace? She's not marrying her Yavam. How do we know Ha'ar is a Chiyav over there as well? The Gemara asks, what do you mean? Ilamanda Amr Lav, Lav, Ilamanda Amr Asay, Asay. Either according to Manda Amr, the Isra of Yavam Lashuk is a Lav, so we already had a Joshua for Lav, or according to Manda Amr, that Yavam Lashuk is Isra Asay, so we already had a Joshua for Isra Asay. The Gemara says, no, this is the question. Al Yavam Al Yavam Minalan. How do we know if the Yavam and the Yavam only did Ha'ara? That's already kind of them, like our Mishnah says. The answer is, Asya Bia Bia, we have a Joshua Bia Bia. The Pasuk says, Yavama Yavay Aleha. Another Pasuk says, La Yavay Mamzer, so we have our Joshua. And one more question of this sort, Isha Labayla Minalan. How do we know if a man and woman, when they're getting married, if the only thing they do ha'ara is that creates a kinyan? Asa kicha kicha. We have a drasha kicha kicha. So now that we know that for all intents and purposes ha'ara is considered bia, the Gemara asks Amar Rava, Lomeli the Kasrachmana Sheikh Lazar b'Sheikh Charufa Sheikh Lazar b'Eishes Esh Sheikh Lazar b'Saita. Why is it the Torah has to use the wording of Sheikh Lazar by all these three women Sheikh Charufa Eishes Esh and Saita? Sheikh Lazar implies a complete bia, whereas we just said that ha'ara, which is not a complete bia for all intents and purposes, is considered a valid bia. So what's the purpose of having this word Sheikh Lazar by them? So the Gemara answers the Sheikh Charufa ked Amron. We already answered by Shiva Charufa that she's unique, she's special, that the only Chiv of carbon is going to come in if there's a complete Bia, if there's a Sheikh Lazara, and not by Ha'ara. The Ashes Ish, why is it that we have to have the word Sheikh Lazara by Ashes Ish? That's probably Mishamish Mace. That excludes if a person is Mishamish Mace, that means that his Aver is Mace. He doesn't have an erection, a Kishwe, when he's having Tashmish with an Ashes Ish, so then he's not going to be Chai for that. The Gemara's Honey Chalamanda or Mishamish Mace by Arias Pater. That's only according to the Manda Amr, that if he's Mishamish with an Aver Mace by Arias, so he's Pater. El Manda Amr Chai, according to Manda Amr, that he's Chai, Michael Mamer. What can we say? Why do we have to have the word Sheikh Lazar by Ishas Ish? Allah says the Gemara must be problem Shamish Mesa. It's excluding if he has Tashmish with one of the Arayas after she dies, meaning he's having Tashmish with a corpse. I would have thought that even after Misa we would apply his Pasuk of She'era and that she would still be ushered to him. I might say that he would be Chai for Ishas Ish after he's having Tashmish with her, even though she passed away. We have this word that says Sheikh Lazar that says that he's not Chai for being Mishamish with a corpse. And now we answer the last one, what do we have to have the word Sheikh Lazara by Saita for? Now let's just remember that a Saita is a woman whose husband warned her not to seclude herself with a particular man, and she was caught doing so. Now this is called being Makane, warning his wife. The Lashon of the Pasuk is, the Kine es Ishtoi. Then includes, if he warns her, if he's Makane her for something else, it's not a valid Kinoi. The Gemara is my Dabra Acher. What's his Dabra Acher? That if he's Makane her, the Pasuk of Sheikh Lazara is saying, that's not a valid Kinoi, that's not a valid warning. Amar of Sheikh 
Shalaikadarka. That's if he's Makana her Shalaikadarka. Don't be with that man, Shalaikadarka. That's not a valid kinoi. I'm like, Rava, what do you mean? Mishkave Ishaksev. It says in the Pasuk Mishkave Isha, and we know that Shalaikadarka and Kedarka are equated. So how can you say that if he's Makana her Shalaikadarka, that's not considered a valid kinoi, a valid warning? Of course it's a valid warning. So El Rava, Rava says, It's excluding if he was Makana her Derechevarim. Derechevarim literally means by way of limbs, which means touching each other physically in an intimate way. That if he's Makana or not to be involved, Derechevarim, with that other man, that's not a valid kinoi. Amalei Abaye, Abaye asks him, Pritsusa Asra Achmana, did the Torah Asra Pritsus, did it Asra allude in licentious behavior? Obviously, this is something which is inappropriate, but it's not something that we would have a Havamino that he could be Makana her, then now that we have to have a special Pasuk to tell us that it's not a valid kinoi. Alam Abaye, Abaye answers, Pratlashikinola Benashika, it excludes if he's Makana her Benashika. Nishika literally means kissing. Here it's referring to his Aver Tashmish touching hers. The Gemara continues asking, That's good according to Mad Amr, that Ha'ara is Hachnas Zatara, meaning the tip of the Aver is being inserted a little bit into her. So you could say that Nishika is not a valid form of Kinoi. El Mad Amr zu Nishika, but according to Mad Amr, that Ha'ara is Nishika, what can you say? How can we suggest that the Pasuk of Sheikh Vazara is excluding when he's Makan her not to be involved in Nishika? If Nishika is Ha'ara, then of course it's Usr. It's a valid warning. It's a valid Kinoi. So the Gemara goes back to Rav's suggestion, El Elam Shekinola we're talking about that he was Makana her Derech Hevarim. She shouldn't be involved with him physically in an intimate way. But Itzrich, we still need to have a Pasuk to say that that's not a valid Kinoi. I would have thought, that Tyrus said, when it comes to Kinoi, when it comes to warning his wife, everything has to do with if the husband's Makbid. And over here we see his Makbid even Derech Hevarim. So perhaps you would think that it's considered a valid Kinoi. Kamash Mulan, the Chedesh is that it's not a valid Kinoi. Now getting to the specifics, what exactly is Ha'ara? Amr Shmuel, Ha'ara is Nishika. Ha'ara is Nishika. That's just one Aver touching the other Aver. That's a mashal to a person taking his finger and placing it on his lips. It's impossible that the flesh isn't going to get pressed a little bit. So when his Aver Tashmish is even just touching hers, her flesh is going to be pressed a little bit, and therefore that's already considered like Tchilas Bia. Now, also when Rabbi Baruchan came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the name of Rabbi Yechonon, the completion of Bia by Harufa is Hachnas Zatara, just the Atara entering her a little bit. Rashishas asks, the Pasuk says, Sheikh Vazara, which literally means emitting of seed, in a chayv ela bias hameruk. That teaches a person's not going to be chayv until he has bia and he emits seed. My lav miragid, doesn't that mean he emits his seed? After the Gid, the entire male member, the entire Aver went inside the woman, and not just Achnas Zatara, the tip going in. The Gemara says, Loi, Meir it's possible the seed was emitted even though just the tip went in. Now, Kyosar of Dimun, Rav Dimun came from Eretz Yisrael, Am Rabbi Yechanan, he said in the name Rabbi Yechanan, Ha'ar is Achnas Zatara, Ha'ar is Achnas Zatara. Am Rulay, so they asked Rav Dimi, but Rabbi Yechanan, Loi, Amar Hachi, Rabbi Yechanan didn't say that in the name Rabbi Yechanan. Am Rulay, Rav Dimi told them, Oi, Ihu Shakrai, Oi, Either he's lying or I'm lying, meaning one of us said the wrong thing. Now, Kyosar Ravin, when Rav came from Eretz Yisrael, Am Rabbi Yechanan, he said the name Rabbi Yechanan, Ha'aruzu Achnas Zatara, Ha'aruz Achnas Zatara. So Ad Rabbi Barachana Vadei Palig, he's for sure arguing on Rabbi Barachana. Ad Shmuel Milei Palig, but who says he's arguing on Shmuel? And the Gemara says, Loi, he's not necessarily arguing on Shmuel because Menashik of Ad Achnas Zatara, Ha'aru Karila. From the stage of Nishika Sa'ever up until Achnas Zatara, that's all called Ha'ara. However, Ki Asra of Shmuel Bar Yehuda, when Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda came from Eretz Yisrael, Am Rabbi Yechanan, he said the name Rabbi Yechanan, Ha'aruzu Achnas Zatara. Ha'ara is when that Torah goes inside. Gemar Bia, Gemar Bia Mamish. Gemar Bia means a complete Bia when the entire Aver is inserted. And Nun Vavam Ralph on top, Mikan Ve'elech, from here on, from Hachnas Zatara, and before that, meaning anything less than Hachnas Zatara, in El Nishika, that's considered Nishika, Upatar Allah, and he's Pater for that. And Upalagad Shmuel, that for sure is not like Shmuel. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up and continue to talk about Ha'ar and Gemar Bia tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.